Welcome to the Life in the Rock podcast. Here you'll find a commitment to sharing with others the challenges and joys of our spiritual journey. The goal is to offer relevant and thought-provoking material on today's issues. My name is Keith Harris. I'm the host of this podcast and the preaching minister for the Winsong Church of Christ in North Little Rock, Arkansas. The church is located at 3 Winsong Drive in North Little Rock. If you're searching for joy and peace in life, I want to encourage you to visit Winsong, where you'll discover the joy and peace that are only found in Christ. Thank you for listening. Well, I want to welcome you to this latest episode of this series on the Life in the Rock podcast entitled Name Above All Names, where we are focusing on the names of Jesus as we see them in Scripture. You know, of all the names of Jesus, Word of God is perhaps the most misunderstood. If you were to ask others what the Word of God is, most people would respond by saying, the Bible. Yes, that's true. The Bible is the Word of God. But as it relates to the names of Jesus, the Word of God is much more than simply the preserved pages of the Holy Scriptures. The Apostle John opened his gospel with these words, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. John chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. In the beginning was the Word. Obviously, John is not suggesting that the pages of Scripture were complete in the beginning. Something else is clearly in view here. Logos is the Greek word used here by John. Logos carries a much deeper and richer meaning than our English word, word. Eva Braun noted, The first etymologically most original meaning, not entirely lost in common usage, goes back to the verb legain, on which the noun logos is based. It first meant to pick up and lay down or lay by, that is, to collect, Hence, to count up, to tell, as does a bank teller, to recount, as in a tale, and thus to give an account. From the original meaning of logos comes a multitude of meanings connected to speech, especially as it is the vehicle for human rationality, both as the thought itself and the utterance that tells it the word that focuses it, the saying that expresses it, the sentence that states it, the sense or meaning it conveys, as well as the explanation that expands and the argument that enforces it. Essentially, the proper understanding of logos is that it is more than simply a word. It is much deeper than that. One writer pointed out, Logos eventually came to communicate the idea of giving an account in the sense of explaining a story. 
having been identified with language, logos came to mean all that language involves, both the act of sharing information and the thought that produces language. By the time that Latin gained prominence, the Greek term logos was translated with the term oratio, referring to speech or the way inward thoughts are expressed, and ratio referring to inward thinking itself. This wide range in meanings for logos made it a difficult term to translate and comprehend. Again, logos is more than simply a word of God. As John makes clear, logos is the word of God. As was pointed out already, when asked, many people would say the Bible is the word of God. It is, but it is so much more. This deeper understanding of the word is clearly in view in John's gospel. John notes that the word was in the beginning. This speaks to the eternal nature of the word. The word of God is eternal. John says the word was with God and the word was God. The word was and is God. John also points out that the word of God is the creator. All things were made through him and without him was not anything made that was made. John chapter 1 verse 3. So, in the opening of his gospel, John reveals a great deal regarding the word. The word is eternal, was with God or was or is himself God. And the word is the one through whom all things were made. John makes the connection between the word and Jesus when he writes, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John chapter 1, verse 14. The Word took on flesh and lived among humanity. The embodiment of the Word revealed God's glory to humanity. John clearly identified the Word as the Son of God, Jesus. What we learn from the prologue of John's Gospel is that Jesus is the divine Logos who existed in the beginning. Jesus is the one through whom all things were created. It is interesting to note the creation account in Genesis. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. Did you catch it? And God said. John explained that all things were made through the Word of God. The creation account in Genesis explained that God spoke the world into existence. With his word, God created all things. Through his word, God created all things. This speaks to the power which resides in Jesus, the word of God. 
Another interesting aspect of Jesus being the Word of God is revealed in the opening section of the letter to the Hebrews. Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets, but in these last days He has spoken to us by His Son, whom He appointed the heir of all things, through whom also He created the world. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of His nature, and He upholds the universe by the word of His power. Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1-3. through 3. Certainly we see again the understanding of the created world coming through the work of God's Son, Jesus. But this passage also sheds light on the fact that God's message is presented to us today through Jesus, the Word of God. Since the time of the patriarchs, God has spoken to His people by various means, sometimes directly, sometimes through prophets. It is amazing to stop and think about the vast amount of messages that have been given by God to His people. Countless commands, statutes, rules, regulations, encouragements, and messages of hope are given by God to His people over the centuries. That's what makes John's explanation of Jesus being the Word of God so amazing. With all the messages given by God through the years, the penultimate message of God is Jesus. Jesus is the Word of God. Michael Paul says it plainly. God has spoken many words, given many divine messages in the past, commands, teachings, promises, and prophetic pronouncements. But Jesus is the Word behind all those words, the divine message extraordinaire. And this ultimate divine message has been made flesh and dwelt among us. The eternal word behind all those divine words has become embodied in a particular human person, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus is the ultimate message of God to his people. From the beginning to end, John's intent was to share with the people who Jesus really is. While this is clearly the goal of the other gospel writers, neither Matthew, Mark, nor Luke refer to Jesus as the Word of God. The message of God is evident in the life of Jesus as seen in the synoptics, but this title of Jesus does not appear. John seems to be more overt in his attempt to bring people to faith in Jesus as the Word of God. He opens his gospel by identifying Jesus as the Word who existed in the beginning and was himself God. He is the Creator. He is the Son of God. John's desire is that all his readers come to know for certain who Jesus is. That's why he wrote, Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. John chapter 20, 
verses 30 and 31. Jesus is the embodiment of the message of God's salvation. He is both the message and means of God's salvation. Jesus is more than simply a word. Jesus is the word of God. I hope you've been encouraged by these words today. To find more on this topic or other spiritual matters, please visit lifeintherock.org. You can also visit Facebook and search Life in the Rock. I invite you to like, follow, and share this page with your family and friends. My prayer is that God will bless you today and that you will seek Him with all your heart. Thank you for listening.